What up? What up? What up? Strike League Podcast, man. I am Randy Little. I'm the host for the past 34 episodes, man. This is episode number 35. And um, on the episode today, we are going to talk about the Oscars, react to some of those awards, winners, snubs, whatever. And um, then we're going to talk about, you know, like clout chasing on social media in, in the movie community, film collect community, man. It, it gets a little crazy. So we're going to discuss that a little bit. Um, the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, maybe that Wilder Fury fight. And then that, uh, of course, bars. Come on. And then that uh, that Royce 5'9 album. The uh, the allegory, and um, as far as guests and everything, I'm still trying to get all that hashed out. So we'll see who pops in, we'll see who pops out. And um, I didn't do no poll questions over the past two weeks. Like nothing, like nothing sparked. Like hey, I should do a poll question on this. So I just didn't. And um, I think I'm gonna just get into. In between the last two shows, in the theater, Fantasy Island came out, The Photograph came out, Sonic the Hedgehog came out. You can find reviews on my YouTube channel for The Photograph for Sonic the Hedgehog. This past weekend, The Boy 2, Call of the Wild came out. Um, If you could find it in a theater close to where you're at, the Impractical Jokers movie is out. Took a road trip, watched that. If you're a fan of the show, you're going to like the movie. My review for that is also on my YouTube channel. Um, This upcoming weekend, The Invisible Man comes out. And then the weekend after that, we're in March, right before the next episode. Um, Onward, the new Pixar movie comes out, as well as uh, The Way Back, the uh, the Ben Affleck movie. And then um, the past couple weeks on DVD and Blu-ray, Ford vs. Ferrari came out. Uh, Roma came out on Criterion. The DC Universe Swamp Thing season came out this past week. 21 Bridges, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Jojo Rabbit, and Midway came out. This upcoming week, Frozen 2 and Knives Out comes out. And then um, the Tuesday before the next episode, you got Dark Waters, Queen and Slim, and then Titans season 2 coming. And um, I feel like there's more that I usually say in the intro. Cause this intro feels crazy short, but um, yeah, man. Um, if you want to keep up with what I'm what I'm sharing on the social medias, man. Uh, at Rec League Podcast on Facebook, on YouTube. If if you're watching this on on YouTube, obviously on Facebook and, and Instagram at Rec League Podcast at a uh, Rec League Pod on Twitter. And um, when I get back, man, we'll just you know. Talk talk about the movie stuff. All right, I know up top, I said that I wanted to talk about two certain things, but I just remembered that it was it was Batman news. Uh, first, you know Ben Affleck been doing the uh, interview circuit for the way back. Which looks like Ben Affleck the movie, nothing with nothing to do with basketball, but uh, he kind of he kind of come out and said why he dropped out of a solo Batman, and it was uh, 
it was basically because like Justice League was such a nightmare to get done. And I, he show. I don't think that they said who he showed the script to, but the script for his solo movie was dope. He was gonna, he was gonna star and direct. And they told him they was like, bro, like if making this Batman movie is anything like Justice League, then you're gonna drink yourself to death. And he said that's why he stepped away. So I just wow. wanted to, I just wanted to hear what hear y'all reactions. So uh, Eric, start us off. That's that's unfortunate. <laughs> Making big budget superhero movies is driving you to yeah. relapsing back into alcoholism. Yeah, that's um, that's sad. I think it could have been because I like this Batman with the the especially in BVS the Frank Miller style yeah. suit and you know Affleck he he looked the part, but it it sucks and yeah, no need to dwell on it. Nick, yeah, I I read that. You know, the filming for Batman versus Superman and everything coincided with his divorce. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like one thing on top of another thing. So I get it. Like, I'm, it sucks, but, you know, it's cool. Some people don't have the capacity to take care of those things. Yeah. They just try to work themselves and distract themselves and ends up not working. So good for him. I mean, opportunity missed. But we'll we'll be fine. Like we have so many Batman movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if uh, if you guys watched or heard the last episode, man, you guys you guys know that Affleck was my favorite on screen Bruce Wayne and Batman. But it sucks, yeah. But also, I think before the Affleck stuff, Matt Reeves come out with a with a test footed with a test like a test fitting for Robert Pattinson in his Batman suit, and then. Like three days ago, I guess some some set pictures leaked with a stunt guy in the bat suit, and like I said in in the group chat on, on Instagram, like it looks like a mashup of like the Arkham video game suits along with supposedly he's supposed to be in his first couple years as Batman. So it doesn't look like a fully formed Bruce Wayne has figured out like the the ultimate bat suit. You know what I'm saying? It looks like he just slaps some stuff together to keep himself safe and. Young Batman starting out like that makes perfect sense. So, uh, Nick, start us on that one. There's, I mean, I've seen mixed reactions to the pictures. Yeah, I shared one picture from like a certain angle, and it mm-hmm. looked sick. Like I don't know, like he's wearing these pads and stuff like that. Like it looks cool to me. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Like, the, yeah, like there's only so much you can really do with the Batman suit to, like, screw it up anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'd have to, like, make him look like one of those action figures that's, like, purple and green. And, <laughs> like, it's like, you know, they'd put out those action figures. Like, you'd have to do something like that to, like, really screw it up. So I think, I don't know. Like, people just worry about nothing. I think it's going to be good. Exactly. Even if it's not good, like, the suit's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fine. A little test-footed like the little daredevil opening credits video. That was cool. Like yeah. he looked back, looked like Batman to me. I don't know. So did anybody like involved in the movie come out and say that the emblem is made from the gun that killed his parents? Or was that just some conjecture I, that somebody cooked up and, and somebody else ran with? I didn't see it officially anywhere. I, I saw it on like an Instagram poster. It's Why cool if that? it is. Yeah. 
Eric, how would he get that gun? Exactly. That's what I want to know. How would he get there? Exactly. Because <laughs> in year two, it's not like he's like super tight with Gordon yet. Right. But yeah, it's um, yeah, people. It's like um, I'm sure you all seen footage when the stock market opens and everybody rushing to the middle of the floor and uh, people. Uh, it's, but that's social media. I think we're going to talk a little bit about that later. But uh, people, wh- which hey, which bat suit is your best? They got speaking of Keaton, yeah, Affleck, stock market and, it, It's Pats and stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> Where's his cape? It's like yeah. okay. I swear. Like, like the suit, like Affleck in those Suicide Squad shots had a cape. Yeah, but no, it's um, I can't wait. It's you know these shots of the stunt man is taken by a camera. It's not how it's going to look on film. And the early, the Pattinson footage is it's test footage, and people are like, oh, oh, it looks horrible. It looks like Daredevil. I'm like, just relax. Daredevil was people fire, though. Same thing. Like, a year ago, when they did that Joker test footage, they people did the same thing. They were like, this is probably not, not how he's going to look. Like, it's probably early. It was just like a video from the movie. Like, it was yeah. exactly how it looked. And now people love it now. Right. So. It was just fine. Yeah. If the movie comes out and Pattinson's great, everyone's just gonna be like, "This is it. We finally have our Batman." And I'll be like, "Okay." <laughs> like we didn't have him in '89 or '05 right, or '16. Okay. You were so skeptical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like like if you're watching, if you're listening, and you're like not an avid movie goer, if you go casually to the movies and Robert Pattinson is your like not reason not to see it. Look, like Matt Reeves directed the last two Planet of the Apes movies. They were phenomenal. Let Me In is a solid vampire love drama thing, and Cloverfield is also good. The Batman is in good hands. Yep. Yeah. Cloverfield is good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, uh. All right, like earlier in the week, like I was thinking, like the the whole movie segment is like tailored to both of y'all, because what well, both of y'all can like spearhead the Oscar discussion, and then like the other discussion was Eric's idea, so I I want I want him to like take lead on that. <laughs> we could do Oscars first. Um, I don't know, just hit the major categories or whatever y'all want to talk about. Nick, what would you react to the winners? And I'm just snubs, like, I guess. How did a Korean movie win Best Picture when Joker and Marriage Story are right there? Uh, uh, you want to talk about uh, him now or you want to talk about him later? Oh, we'll segue into that. <laughs> uh, you talk about, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I actually. did too. Yeah, that's certain, funny. Certain people are still, I don't know if you've read the news, certain people are still yeah. talking about that. And it's just like, is the, I don't know. Is, is it I called the American know. Movie Oscar Awards? Yeah, like, no. I, <laughs> exactly. It, it happens fairly often. This is the first time. Yeah. So it's always going to be that fanfare. But it happens moderately often enough that, like, a foreign language film gets a lot of Oscar nominations and buzz and things like that. Like, Roma was just last year. Yeah. Like, it happens pretty often. I don't understand, like, I didn't think... I expected maybe like the woke culture backlash, but I didn't expect so much backlash for the fact that a foreign language film was the winner. Like it's just kind of I don't I don't get it. Yeah, like, and you know most of these people haven't seen Parasite. Yeah, 
that are criticizing it. Like nobody but. really builds up, you know, what I do typically after years, I try to see as many of the Oscar movies as I can before the Oscar. It's just my thing. I try to watch them and so I can invest into the show. A big amount of people don't see the movies until after the Oscars, including yeah. the voters. Box office numbers have <laughs> including the voters. Yeah, and it's like I don't, I don't, because you know, Parasite has been out to own for a few weeks now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's still doing, you know, big money at the box office. Like it's yep. doing great. So I don't understand how people can complain about something they haven't seen. If you've seen it and you think it's overrated or whatever, then that's one thing. Yeah. But I just don't, you know, it makes me mad. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> and it's, um, yeah, Parasite, Um, uh, what's the director's name? It's Bong Joon-ho. He won everything he was personally nominated for, which is yeah. um, pretty cool. Yeah. That so he took home. Happen. Yeah, exactly. He took home, what, four Oscars total, four including the International Film Award. And he had them motherfuckers making out and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, heck, that's... But yeah, it's, um, I was very surprised on the best original screenplay. I really thought that was Tarantino's to lose. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it pretty much, I guess, it was... If it wasn't going to be Parasite, it was going to be 1917. Then, Which would have been boring. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that, that would have been, been a, a boring show. That would have been a safe, <clears throat> excuse me, the the safe bet. But other than that, um, yeah, it was a very, I guess, about a book show. Nothing. And I like the the little format of um having no host, but having different um, you know, people come up and do their little bits and whatnot. I guess was all right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get. They would have people come out and introduce presenters. Another person. Yeah, he feels me. Like, hi, I'm Rose from Star Wars. Here's, you know. Right. James I think somebody Bond, actually pointed that like, out. Like, Beanie yeah. Felstein popped up and, like, introduced Mindy Kaling. And then she did, like, she did her thing. Just, just put them together. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's um. They, you, you can see they're trying to still get it together without a host, but for the most part, it was, you know, I I would be curious to see Chris Rock and Steve Martin. Host I was about to office. say, yeah, yeah, that's really all the host does is come out and like do a funny monologue, and then just pop up from time to time. So as long as you have someone to do just like a fire monologue, which they did last year too, right? Like, like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and. The bridesmaids, basically. Yeah. And it's oh, um, a little something. One. So, but I, no, we watched, obviously, we watched the um, the telecast, and it's something I wanted to touch on. So, um, the Academy, the, a- the AMPS, AMPAS, complains about... Um, POS. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, they complain about um, the telecast being bloated, right? Them yes. and a lot of other people. So, um, and I did a, a podcast, um, the Sigmund Cinema Podcast. Check it out. <laughs> I did a podcast about um, the stunt category, and one of the Academy's reasons for not having it is saying that the telecast is too bloated. And I mentioned in there um, 
they had a dude come out and freestyle a rap to, about everything that happened up to that point. It was nice. Hey, he, was, yeah, he was, was killing. Yeah, it was. He was talented and, and nice rap. But you telling me about a bloated telecast, but you having stuff like this come out. You know what I mean? You, you, you playing Eminem? Yeah, yeah and Eminem yeah. after eighteen years. Oh, eighteen years later. 18 years, you know, you tell, so that's BS about that. There should be a stunt coordinator category. You know, you got it's just I just wanted to throw that out there. So the excuse is BS about it would be too bloated, you know. And like last year, they were doing the whole thing with like the popular film category that yeah, everybody- I mentioned that ridiculous that would, thing. That would be a perfect way to integrate that into the show. It's like, all right, we're not going to give John Wick anything, but. Here's a stunt Oscar. Like, you know, it's like we nominated that and I don't know, whatever else. Like the Avengers probably would have gotten another nomination. Like would have added a little spice. Definitely. But but I don't know, any surprises that as far as any of the wins? Brad, you can think of. No. I mean, yeah, that was that, like his to lose, and yeah. we knew Lauren Lauren Dern was gonna win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think supporting were like the only King predictions Phoenix. that y'all had right. Lucky's speech was suppressed. Yeah, now what'd you say, Nick, about the speech? Joaquin's speech is always a surprise. Like you never really know where that's going. <laughs> yeah, it's like The Office. He says sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where I'm going until I stop talking. It was right. Kinda of like that. So yes, yeah, um, yeah. Even though um, the best movie, I guess we all agree, if we seen Parasite, the best movie won. It was still Battle Books and Predictable. Everything we go back and look at the last video or the discussion we had. I think we probably hit a lot of the winners in the major categories. I think we hit every best, every acting category. That's what I was oh, going to yeah. say. Like, how off were our predictions? Yeah, not too much. It was. Best screenplay is probably my only wrong one. I thought um, Hollywood was going to get that one. Parasite got it. And adapted screenplay, we thought Little Women. I kind of, yeah, I thought Little Women. I'm not mad that JoJo won, though. Right. That was um, probably the the biggest surprise that um, Taco Waititi got that. But other than that, the only other surprise I could think of is production design by Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, the. And Joker won music. Yeah, and scored. Uh, that was um Elton John would win song. Yeah. Even though I don't know if that was the best song. Nah, it's um probably more it's, of a Yeah. Or a award. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, mm, nothing nothing sticks out, nothing span spantabulous about that, that award show. Right. Story one, Hair Love one. It was a good show. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think I started off three for three, and then I quit paying attention to my score because stuff that I didn't vote on started winning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's that's it. Hopefully next year will be more unpredictable. Wonder Woman, for sure. <laughs> it's been this year. Oh yeah, yeah. They're going for like production design or costume design or whatever. Yeah, 
It's happening. There's gonna be an, like there's gonna be a comic book movie for Best Picture like every year now. And the Oscar goes to Steve Trevor's Fanny Pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-uh. Costume design. This is gonna be like shit they bought at Goodwill. Despite every '80s thing you see, you're like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" Uh-huh. So, in the, in the worst segue of all time, it was a reaction on the social medias to the winner of the Best Picture, and that can snowball us into the second half of the discussion. Eric, start us off. Well, you know, Nick, I, I don't really like you, and we're gonna no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, so pretty much, um, you know, like Nick said, it's um, certain people in a spotlight in important positions in the world talking about a movie that won Best Picture. <laughs> and definitely didn't see the movie, but um, there's one coming back down to, I guess, our scale or whatever. There's one individual who made a YouTube video ranting about the fact that Parasite won Best Picture and also won Best International Film. And obviously, this knucklehead doesn't know the difference between... So we have the Academy Awards. That's a show that's in, I guess, America, whatever. Well, what a lot of people don't point out is a lot of American movies are foreign films in other countries, like the BAFTA Awards. And, you know, um, the numerous huge film festivals that happen, like the Cannes Film Festival. And this dude is saying that the international film category for the Oscars or formerly the foreign film, he said that's the equivalent of best picture to them, which is not accurate. It's the international film Oscar. It is what the category says it is. And best picture is what the category says that is, you know. Numerous foreign films in the past have been nominated for both. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon comes to mind. And there are numerous others. Roma, right? Was yeah, nominated for so. both. Yeah, most recently. So now, very, you know, these people, they, you know, as we probably all of us got one or are on one, go microphone and, and, you know, talk into it and, but most people who claim to be movie buffs and cinephiles get on it and they don't know what the hell they're talking about to a large degree. And like this this one <laughs> nah, like this one knucklehead is just hopping on and you know, at least at least have a a respectable point. Yeah. And this 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 one knucklehead and no, we won't name him because we're not gonna give him you know, it's 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 getting into something we're going to get specific on clout chasing. Yeah, yeah. It's clown shit. It's just for attention. Yeah. And you can tell this dude didn't see the movie. And like Randy said, it seems like the other movies that he mentioned, he just read the synopsis for it and didn't even see those movies. Mm-mm. You know, I probably, um, you know, I'll be honest. I probably saw up until the show eight out of the ten Best Picture nominations. And... But yeah, at least I've saw the the top five contenders. You know, you can match the top five contenders to the best directors for the most part. But yeah, these, these people come out and I don't know what's can y'all tell me what's itching people's butts about it being a foreign film getting all this attention? Is people don't like to read subtitles? <laughs> I don't. The thing is, I don't like reading subtitles. Like if I had to, 
it's like an unpopular opinion of like movie buffs. Like if I had to choose, like I would like my movie to be dubbed just simply because it's like sometimes it's like I'm reading so fast. You're like missing what's happening to me. That's not everybody's experience. People love reading it. Sometimes I'm reading so fast. Like when I watched Parasite, I had to rewind it like four or five times. I watched it online because I'm a criminal. I had to like rewind it like a few times because they were like talking and I was reading and things were happening and I realized like I was reading and I was missing what was happening. But like, is that enough reason for me to be like, well, that movie shouldn't have won. That movie wasn't good. Like, no, the movie was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like that's, you know, that's how they chose to put the movie out. So if like, if that's what's holding people back, like if that's, the reason people are like, oh, well, I hate this. That's yeah. hilarious to me. Because, no. like, <laughs> oh, buddy is is going on his tirade simply because it's a group of Asian, you know, directors, actors, production, everybody involved didn't come from America. And, like, he, he liked his Oscars like this. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like this, because this is more than this, but. He ain't never going to say it, though. Yeah. Just like movies. Like 1917 is not an American film. Yes. It's technically it's a foreign film. Yeah, like You don't hear a peep of that. But, like it wasn't like. There's I mean, tis true. Half the cast of Little Women are like British and Ford versus Ferrari has a lot of like Italian stuff. But I mean, Matt it's Damon. Like it's not. Yeah. I don't. I just. Yeah, I didn't it's, um, think it was really that big a deal. I thought it was kind of like known that it was gonna do well at the Oscars. <clears throat> yeah, like, I think I yeah. said like I don't think I like put it in stone, but I think I said I feel like Parasite is just gonna run the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I um, kind of figured it would win Best Picture. I just kind of had a feeling, kind of like Moonlight over La La Land a few years ago. Like, if I'd have had a prediction, yep. I thought, you know, they're not going to, much as I like La La Land, they're probably not going to give it to that kind of predictable. <laughs> right. Deserving or not is completely hearsay. Like, it's whatever. But I was like, I feel like that's going to win. And I had that again this year. I was like, 1917 was great, but pretty boring Best Picture winner. They're trying <laughs> right. to not repeat the King speech thing. Definitely. It's, just... it's as good as that was. But it's like, they're trying not to do that every year. Yes, that yes. Guy... I mean, um... nope, sorry, Nick, what was that? I was say, but that guy didn't realize that he didn't look into it that far when he went on his <laughs> yeah it was just a very ill-informed miseducated uneducated do you know but unfortunately um, we live in a world um like this video here will be on youtube and the important thing on youtube is views and not the thumbs up thumb down ratio unfortunately Oh yeah, dude had dude had so many thumbs down. That was hilarious. 
Yeah, but unfortunately, that's not more important than views. And unfortunately, with those thumbs down, you know, he's getting a lot of views. Yeah. So, but um, it's a more, what do you call it? There's no, no bad publicity or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any exposure is exposure. Exactly. I'd rather not get that type of negative exposure. But some people just thrive off thrive off of it. It's the the troll mentality and. In social media, you know, people when they go for the the hot takes and all that, and came across yeah. one person that said um, Margot Robbie's performance in Birds of Prey was better than Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Okay, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, all right, take a beat. Let's pump <laughs> the clown shoes and <laughs> let's. Yeah, no. You know, it's um. Margot Robbie is not standing on anybody's shoulders. Joaquin is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, and the thing is, with these, you know, type of people to go for these hot takes and attention. Yeah, and well, this and this is it's like a drug. It's it's a sense of technically you can look at it like um. It's a power thing, you know. Look at this. Look at these reactions that I'm evoking from these people. I'm getting them all riled up and, you know, it's like hey, sitting two, on the throne. Y'all two do the Q&As and y'all be getting some flirtatious reactions. <laughs> y'all be getting... <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure some stuff, I would assume, Nick, that for the, the Q&As or trivia you do on Instagram that you probably don't post, right? Yeah, I'm just like, some of them it's like, hey, what's your favorite color? And I'm just like, pull <laughs> yourself. But then, like, some of them, I'm just like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, the cat. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Like, that yeah. was weird. I got that, too. It's, I don't uh, even get how to get in there. Like, is it, like, there used to be these apps that you could download that it was like you could automatically like something that had a certain hashtag or, like, uh, had a certain subject. And it was like you paid a dollar. You automatically liked it, and then that got you people to follow you or whatever. It's like, are people still doing that? Like, that's the only yeah. thing I can think of where I'm like, how did they find my little story? <laughs> so like, and that's the thing. Um, it seems to be Instagram is, um, well, they haven't cracked down on a lot of the spam is happening in the IG stories. Yeah. And it's yeah. horrible. Every time, you know, you get like, hey, hey, Sigmund Cinema, come check out my profile. And, <laughs> like no, you, I got <laughs> everything. Like they'll just be like, "Hey, the Nick Goodman, let's kiss." Yeah, <laughs> no, it's sure. gonna get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people are. Um, and you go to the go to some of these pages. I don't know if you get them that are actually sending these automated responses. And these are some of these pages got like fourteen thousand followers, a large amount of followers, and they're trying to. Like, come on, it's a more respectable way you could do that. You you coming on my page and like, hey, the hell with your page, but check out my content. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're interested in the Oscars, I'm a Scandinavian DJ. And I'm like, <laughs> huh? like what? How did how did you think I would be interested? Yeah, but it's um you know, like um I was going I use the phrase hot takes and you know, it's it's an individual on Instagram, um who thinks Quentin Tarantino, the filmmaker, writer, director, is a hack. Never heard of him. (laughs) 
and you know, it's it's, it's so obvious sometimes that they these people are fishing for these reactions and and even sometimes people genuinely they get so caught up in their own BS they can't separate themselves from this troll role from the real person, you know, and you can see it. I'm like, man, and I love to have a debate or a discussion, whatever you want to call it, but um people aren't with it. Like I don't know if I told the crow story. This dude, um, I think I hopped down it. my throat. I, I made a post about the '94 movie, The Crow. Yeah, he didn't like it. I'm like, I'm curious, you know, like um, didn't you like him? <laughs> What'd you say? What, what was that, Randy? Nice, I know. I thought you said something off. But anyway, he said, um, I didn't like it. I was like, why didn't you like it? He was like, oh, you know, I just just could have been better. I'm like, how so? <laughs> and these generic responses. He's like, well, it sucks because Brandon Lee died. I'm like, dude, everybody hates that that happened. Yeah. What about the movie? I'm like, he's it's little. You're like, man, I'm not going to. Yeah. And he got into me. I'm not going to give you a, a book report. I'm like, I'm not asking for a book report. Just give me a reason to just. You know, people, they do these hot takes and they can't articulate themselves yeah. to explain their opinion. Yeah, like I I, uh, I showed y'all old buddy on Facebook a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Such and such, worst movie ever. So why you ain't like it? I just didn't like it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, just... yeah, it's almost, <laughs> almost worse to me than like someone not really being able to articulate a reason for not liking something is when they like try to sound smart about it like they'll be like i don't know like they'll be like i'm like why don't you like fight club everybody likes fight club why why didn't you like fight they'll be like it had an unfocused narrative (laughs) no that doesn't right that's nothing like what what, you're you're saying nothing like these aren't words right it's just a bunch of like what is like oh it's it was sloppy and even in Nick, um, oh, people, <laughs> people say stuff like that. An unfocused narrative that could be by design. That yeah, doesn't make like, it a bad movie. Yeah, that's like saying Memento has an unfocused narrative. Yes, like, no, no yeah, shit. Backwards. <laughs> like it's these aren't. You're not saying things. You're just yeah. talking. And speaking of Quentin Tarantino, um, it's one gentleman I know in my personal life. He's um, there's a good friend of mine. He's a, he's actually a teacher. And he doesn't like any Quentin Tarantino movie that has um, non-chronological order, just for that reason. So that's like most of them. Yeah. That's damn near all of them. Yeah. <laughs> he likes Django Unchained the best. I was about to say, I don't think, I think Django's in order. Kill Bill, no. Pulp Fiction, no. Right. There's Jackie Brown? Maybe Once Upon a Time, though, but... Yeah, maybe. But I'm like, um, why? I'm like, why this specific reason? This is his style of storytelling. It doesn't make the movie. It makes it more intriguing. Necessarily, doesn't make it better or definitely not worse. But he, he couldn't explain. Like, ah, I just don't like it. It's unnecessary. I'm like, but it's what it is. That's what makes him stand out among other directors yeah. and writers. And it shows his um, it shows his ability as a great screenwriter. Yeah, because that's not an easy thing to do. He writes his movies like that. He doesn't edit them after the fact. He writes it, the script like that. But, um, yeah, that's just, but, um, for clout, I mean, Nick has probably the most Instagram followers out of all of us, but he doesn't brag about it. 
don't think that's true. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. these you know these people they. I'm about to fact if, check that. If you're not getting, if you're not getting paid, <laughs> I don't think that's true. I'll take it. <laughs> I swear. But no, um, you know these people on here, they you can tell they're breaking their neck. I can say you're gen- genuinely trying to build up your social media page. That's nothing wrong with that. But you know, you if you're crapping on other people, which a lot of these bigger movie pages do, you know, it's not that serious, man. Even if you, Eric, dog, you got far and away more followers than both of us combined. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, uh, I'll take it. I'll take the my <laughs> clout. But no, I said that to be funny and also to make a point. Like it doesn't necessarily really really matter. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. I'm not seeing one single cent from those however many followers I get. You know, I know people with way less followers who got um who got sponsorships. With like um they got sponsored podcast. You know, and they they getting a check cut for the the podcast. Damn, um people who got twenty thousand followers and can't scrape up enough change to get a meal from McDonald's. Like that and, cat. <laughs> yeah. It, that, that that's just that a creepy is. damn. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, you know, flip those followers into um, you know, in, into cash or whatever, you know. Hours oh, Jeffrey's up. You know, I, I still I still have a business account or but yeah. I, I like my Instagram is like it's, it's it's like an outlet. Like none of my other social media really is like plagued with movie stuff and things like that. My Instagram is just like, oh, I can take pictures of these things and post what I'm doing. Like anybody I talk to outside of Instagram, like doesn't understand my Instagram. Like they're <laughs> like, like oh Nick, you got Insta, and I'm like, mm, no, we're not there yet. You can follow me later. <laughs> like add me on Snapchat or something. Like um. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't even, I'll tell people not to follow me, basically, is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, eh, you're not ready. Yeah, but, um, Instagram. no, it's like, I mean, just like, um, Randy has, um, a separate Instagram page that's just dedicated to his, um, his movie collection. It's the best page on Instagram, if you aren't no, following. It's, a, it's an awesome page. page. And Randy takes, um, uh, what, what can you call it? He takes... Yeah, a lot of hits. Randy, by every movie, whether it's horrible <laughs> or it's great, you know, you got to respect that. That's And at the end of the day, he'll have the biggest movie collection out of probably all of us combined. Hell no. <laughs> Nick still got VHSs. Don't come at me. Yeah, you know what? That's true, too. Nick, you'd be posting four <laughs> different copies of the same yeah, movie. I'll get, I'll get separate copies and not get rid of my old copies. That's my, like, vice. Yeah, but so. then still, you have a great, you have a great collection to show off. You you'll be able to, if you hit the lottery, build you a, a retro video store. And, <laughs> and put these. A There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of like, why would you own that? Like, why would you have two copies of Pootie Tang? Yeah, but people, one copy of Pootie Tang, and I'll be like, because it's great. I love it. <laughs> and that's um, and we're creeping into like collectors um territory and people don't understand that i have five different copies different versions of scott pilgrim versus the world i got like four different steel books from uk canada 
What a geek. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but people don't get that. Like, why would you do that? It's the same movie. Yeah, like I'll see like I if I like like I said in the group chat, I cuz you did you ask for this reason? What's that? Yeah. No. About multiple copies. Yeah, like if the only time I'll rebuy the same movie is if I'm upgrading from a DVD or if I I'll rebuy and upgrade a movie cuz a cooler slipcover come out every so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um Oh, and another thing. I don't know how we crept into this category um what do you all think about, I mentioned old school video stores, the, I believe it's the, correct me if I'm wrong, Lion Gate slip covers, the VHS style. I'm not a fan. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm not a fan, because I want, forgive me, but I, I want Double Team with Van Damme and Dennis Rodman, but it's yeah. got one of those now, slips, and I just yeah. I just haven't now, bought the, it. Now, it's two different kinds. That's the one, the, the I love the 90s one. I hate that. That looks corny. That's the one you're talking about? Maybe I don't know because I have uh that M was it MVD that put yeah, out Lionheart. That's, um, I have that yeah, too, yeah. and I think it has one of those I love the '90s stickers or please be kind rewind on it. Yeah, hey, oh, yeah, I have that too. <laughs> that was just sitting right there. <laughs> oh, Double Dragon! Oh man, I went to theaters to go. I see. only buy good films from my collection. <laughs> hey, that's my boy is in there. Um, Mark DeCascos from um, yes. um three. Yeah, what's his name? Scott, Scott Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alyssa that. Milano. But yeah, hey, just, Robert Patrick. Holy sh- man, this dude <laughs> programmed I, the Double Dragon. I, I don't know about like Twitter or I don't. I don't even think there's really like a collector community on Facebook. I wouldn't know how to even find shit like that. But like, yeah. just like. Like like film collector community on Instagram is crazy. It's like you got you got these dudes who will buy stuff and post stuff and they'll just they'll get their ass kissed and just show off like all the love they get. And then like the Batman stuff, like everybody's posting this Batman stuff. Like they're the first ones to discover the the suit leaks and all this. Like that's the type of stuff that gets on my nerves about like cloud chasing and stuff like that. Yeah, my stream that day was. Either a video or a zoomed in picture, yeah, <laughs> or a video of um, Pattinson. After like two different like, posts, I was over seeing all the pictures of the suit. I like, broke up a bit. Yeah, y'all froze. Well. I, you know, everybody posted it like it was their own breaking yeah. news. Mm-hmm. Which is whatever. Like, it, it doesn't bother me, but it's kind of like, because, like, I like to post things to, like, start a discussion. I'll be like, what do y'all think? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah. Like, that's cool. This just in Robert Pattinson in a graveyard. And I'm just like, you know, it's pictures of Batman. Like, yeah. what do y'all think? Like, I'll post a trailer and just be like, in case you missed it, here's the yeah. trailer. There you go. Let me know. Yeah. I'm not like, That's what Joe just did on Facebook. Saw comes the next film presenting to you. I'm like, I don't, people aren't looking at my page for their news. Chris Rock mm-hmm. slid me the trailer for Spiral. Check it out here before anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, check it out right now. It is like, uh, um, so bro, like, everybody like saw Nick does that. The, um, in case you missed it, it's not, not an exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, in case you didn't see it. Cause I got a lot of friends who just aren't like, if they didn't follow me on Instagram, like they, they don't follow anything else like that. So, like, my best buddy will, like, text me and be like, oh, shit, 
Minions. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like you didn't watch that on TV? And he's like, no, I'm watching Netflix with my kid. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, well, in case you missed it. Oh, man. Spiral. Here's Minions. Here you go. But um, I know Randy knows what I'm talking about with this one. He knows exactly what post. You don't know what um, I know that you think that I know that I know. <laughs> oh, I think I do think. So, but anyway, <laughs> so um, if you notice on my um, on my very modest and small Instagram page, I <laughs> I don't post um a news news quote unquote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I post um, what I find entertaining to myself, and I hope it entertains y'all. I've said that before. But um, one thing I kind of don't like is when people try to drive a narrative. And um, I'm going to use an example. Randy knows. I don't know if you saw it, Nick, but um, we know how movies work at the beginning of whatever year. It's we. It's I, I nicknamed it, if it's not the official nickname, the dump month. You know, studios dump crappy movies that they don't want to keep on the shelf just to get them off the slate. And um, somebody asked the question, like, oh, is, is horror movies in trouble? And no. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's what it is at the beginning of the year. Did Every you see that post, genre Nick? releases there. What's that, Randy? I was asking Nick if you saw that post. I did. You follow that and page? Let it be known that I generally, the person's who posted that? I generally like their page. Oh yeah, it's a great yeah. page. Yeah, but in case they watched it. But no, yes, I, I did see that, and I was yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think we all are old to that shit. That have come out or have been any worse than they looked. Yeah, and but to be honest, you know, the the person also said, you know, there's a, a decent amount of movies coming out later, and I made my little comment, which got a lot of. Got a lot of love or whatever. I'm like, it's it's nothing to read too much into. It's, yeah, I mean, it's you, what it you is. Got a point, though. Every year at the beginning, Invisible Man and, coming, uh, A Quiet Place coming. Let's ask the same question again in April. Yeah, exactly. That's. But um, you know, we had some surprises. Bad Boys at the beginning of the year, a great movie and successful. Yeah. You know, um, hell, we throw throw Sonic in there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You know, there's going to be probably more crap with, you know, I'm still um, going to therapy over Escape Room <laughs> from last year. I like the Escape Room. Yeah, we yeah, need we need that, a gentleman's that, agreement that cool. Eric goes to see the sequel. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting you know, for that. Hey, you know what? I am going to have my silly ass up in there because I'm not going to have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the hell that sequel does come out. Yeah, I just like everything that's come out so far didn't really like yesterday I saw the boy too. <laughs> it was exactly as good as it looked. Like I was like, this isn't gonna be anything really like, you know, I don't really think of movies as like, oh, that was a waste of my time. Like if it sucks, it sucks. Yeah. I still chose to go see it. But I'm like, this isn't gonna be anything to write home about. This is gonna be the sequel to that other movie called The Boy. And that's exactly what it was. So I was like, oh, yeah, that was that. I didn't expect it. Like, should we be worried about it? I love that trash comes out my birthday weekend. The state of horror on The Boy 2 and Fantasy Island, then, yeah, like, maybe we should be worried. But there's yeah. always things. There's always yeah. a midsummer or a quiet place or a it's get February. out or a movie like that that comes True. out that 
But, um, you know, I try to be interactive on my page. Um, I posted during the Oscars, you know, going back to that. I have, um, like, the last couple of years, what I call a snub series. Uh, actors who I believe have been snubbed for a nomination or a win. And I put Val Kilmer from Tombstone. And um, one individual commented on my page Agreed. and he said, um, <laughs> What's that, Randy? Agree. Yeah. And I said, What about Margot Robbie for Birds of Prey? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, I'm surprised somebody did. <laughs> but no, um, no, this gentleman, he said, Yeah, I agree, but um, said something about um, Val Kimmel's performance wasn't um, seen by a lot of people was probably why I was snubbed and I replied well that's not true and Tombstone was a modest hit and um, it was very well reviewed but he, then he went on to say well it's not as good as Unforgiven I'm like I'm like, well that came from but um, that came out a completely different Oscar <laughs> season dog yeah it's like I guess that's yeah. like saying but, it's not as good as like the man with no name trilogy from like 30 years prior all right. I guess but then um, you all, I don't know if you remember what I did. I put uh, a poll in my IG stories. Like, and um, I remember I said, does I phrased it the way he said it. He said, Tombstone was not on par with Unforgiven. And I phrased the question like that. And I said, is Tombstone on par with Unforgiven? And I believe it was a landslide. 79% said yes. Yes. And actually, two people accidentally pressed the wrong thing, so it should have been more. <laughs> and they told me that, but you know, stuff like that. I try to let's let's go to the people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't get. It shouldn't get uh, sour like when you're having these debates and all that. Well, you know, getting into stupid arguments. And this is years and years ago. Like, <laughs> was that Nick? Name calling. No, yeah. Um, He's someone who was around. Paul Walker. Yeah. When Paul Walker passed away, he came out with um, his last official movie. It's um, Brick Mansions that Oof. he filmed. Yeah. And um, I, review, I gave it a negative review. Uh, Brick Mansions is a remake of a movie called District um, B-13 or District 13 um, with... Um, uh, what's his name? David Bell was in both movies, the parkour expert. Okay, yeah. And I gave Broken Mansions a poor review, and this dude just went in on me. Like, first of all, you got dog, um, N word. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, damn, dude, you like. The cat. I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> you're like, look, that movie yeah, you're like. That. that movie made me feel more out of shape. <laughs> that, that's what I remember about that movie. I remember watching it with a girl and being like, God. She's going to go to the bathroom and bail. Right yeah. <laughs> I just looked at I was like, sorry. Yeah, people get... <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of movies. You see 50-year-old Jason Statham. Like, man. <laughs> I'm like, huh. But yeah, it's um. Who nah, you shouldn't get like you said the name calling and being personal. Is is it really that serious? You whoever just went in on on you for your review and your opinion of that movie should be duct taped to a chair and forced and like 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 Clockwork Orange, they eyes open and forced them to watch RZA in that movie on a loop. Oh yeah. no, RZA was like we're gonna revisit Broken Mansions. <laughs> <laughs> like yay! I can't wait. Like <laughs> just sitting there. Like wow, you really do love this movie. 
Hold on, let me cut it off right quick. All right. I don't even remember what we was talking about before I cut us off. Uh, we were going to get to one individual. We were talking about clout chasing and certain accounts and, you know, how serious social media was and all that. Oh, yeah. If this dude would have posted Batman pictures, he'd have already posted a Catwoman suit. He'd have posted Paul Dano as the Riddler. He would have been already talking about the Batman sequels. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what is even, what do you even start? I I got it. We were talking about the Oscars. Um, This in particular person had a lot of very unique things to say about the Joker movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like weeks before Joker came out, I remember he was like giving these hot takes how bad Joker was, that Hustlers was better than Joker. Um, what else did he say? He said he said something crazy. But it's based yeah. off the Hustlers Joker comparison, and anybody listening, watching, that's familiar with it already knows. And there was um, a trend that he was going saying um, that Joker wasn't fin- financially successful because it didn't hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, it needed a certain number, right? Yeah, yeah, that number, there you go. But, you know... Birds of Prey has already hit that number, though, bet. Yeah. (laughs) And he was trying to argue, um, well, uh, what was that? I I want to phrase it right. Um, So Joker was the most, well, was financially successful in a lot of categories, but one category in particular, um, budget versus gross ratio, was the most financially successful... And this knucklehead misread it as um, the highest grossing movie of all time. He said, no, I think that's Avengers Endgame. I'm like, no, that's not what they were saying. They said, talk about budget versus budget and gross ratio. And (laughs) oh, yeah. And then when he's wrong, which is 98 percent of the time. Recognize the satire clown. Yeah, he called it satire. (laughs) Recognize the satire clown. But it's um. You know, stuff like that is just ridiculous, and it's almost sad. I mean, you know, trying to be exclusive, like we were talking about earlier, trying to be the first one breaking news. I yeah. mean, and, and if, you, if you try to correct this dude and show him where he messed up, you get blocked. Yeah, man. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe we all got blocked. <laughs> 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 just, maybe we just... Don't know. But then he has so many sheep and followers, and like y'all, y'all put it in the group chat that somebody like put on their story, like, "Hey, where'd he go?" Yeah, a bigger, um, a rather big page who does um, movie reviews and all that, and just asking himself. He blocked all of it. He was tired (laughs) of all wrong opinions. Uh, That's funny. I can see. Like I said, this you should be able to. You know, dialogue and debate without just yeah getting to that silly point of, well, I'm wrong, you're right. No, everybody's going to have their opinion. And for the most part, there is a lot of wrong and right. But, you know, for example, Nick thinks Double Dragon is the greatest video game movie of all time. Hey, these are just facts. <laughs> we can argue all day, but, you know, no, but, facts. Uh, Why? Yeah, but seriously, yeah. And then... You know, in some cases, there there is just flat right and wrong when it comes to certain things. And this person probably still thinks the Joker isn't financially successful. And <laughs> Came out and said that uh, Cats was better than The Rise. He did, didn't he? 
I remember that one. Yeah, that's gross. Um, yeah. Oh, let's talk about the the handshake deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When when Spider Man, when Spider Man and Sony yeah. and Disney like went their separate ways, like this dude like knew in advance. Tom Holland had a handshake deal to appear in whatever he needed to be in. Yeah, people. And for people who don't know that are listening, that's just not how Hollywood works. We don't have to be even from the outside looking in. We know that shit. <laughs> hey, man, I got I got a handshake deal with Peyton Manning to be on this podcast. Yeah. And y'all seen how many episodes he already been in. Yeah. Now, granted. There are, you know, people still go by the gentleman, the gentleman code, but it's just in business, it's not a smart. And Disney isn't doing that. Yeah. Like Disney and Sony. Disney and Sony are not doing that with their Marvel franchise. Right, not at all. Honestly, well, you, you, if, we, there's, we shook hands. if there's anything close to this handshake thing that, that they might have, it's all of this supposed tie-in between Morbius and Venom to the MCU. Yeah. Like somebody might have shake like Michael Keaton's hand and was like, "You're you're gonna be in another movie." Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, "Okay, thanks." Like we're gonna need we're you on set with Spider-Man's hand, saying you're gonna be Spider-Man forever. Oh, this, this has like completely nothing to do with anything. But uh, did y'all hear that like Sam Raimi had to cancel something because he he got filming to do? So like, it sounds like he might be a lock for Doctor Strange. Mm. I hope that's true. So do I. Wish this page was around still to tell <laughs> to it. let us yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, the last Damn rumor it. I heard about that is they were they were rewriting the script for the Doctor Strange multiverse. So yeah, I, I need, saw that as news. I need Toby Maguire to get that handshake deal to end up in said multiverse. <laughs> yeah, but so see, if this somewhere... page was still around for, because this page had all the clout. So. Yeah. He would have had all of these people commenting on his post, talking about, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. And he would post all these fan-made posters like they was legit for movies like oh, three yeah, years away. It's, it's so much, man. Yeah, it was. But he yeah, so. a lot of fake things that, like, looked legit enough that it was like, well, this might be real, it might be not. I can't find anything official. But so it was let me post satire. it with, like, a hard eyes emoji. And just let everyone run with it. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd see a lot of people being like, cover art for True Lies and 4K. And oh, like, that's yeah. That's not happening. Oh, yeah, I remember that They're like, that's not coming out. But it was like, he posted it with a hard eyes. So, And then when yeah. people were like, hey, this is actually fan-made, he'd be like, I know that clown. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's fan-made, you clown. I just like it. Yeah, it's like, like you didn't, didn't disclose that either, goofball. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And then he would uh, he would push like certain like social justice causes, and then like bash other accounts like completely contradicting all all this other stuff. Right. Lots of uh, anti-gay rhetoric. Lots of uh, lots of name calling. That was always my thing. I was like, why are we so? Yeah. Is this is this that serious? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Ever. But that's the like, funny I'll, thing. I'll, no, I was ahead, posting dude. for my page like. Like, if I'm posting a ranking or something like a, that is clearly of a personal opinion, I'll right. just be like, let it be known that this is the official ranking of the MCU and no other <laughs> rankings. Like, I'm like, I'm like uh, nobody's going to be like, wow, because everybody's going to disagree with your thing. Like, nobody's going to 
rank the MCU the same way. Nobody's going to say so. Like he would post his, and somebody would come up and be like, "Really? Mm-mm. Guardians of the Galaxy? You think Captain Marvel is better than you know Endgame?" He'd be like, "Yeah, clown, misogynist, <laughs> prick." It was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, whoa, that was quite the leap. <laughs> Your ranking of it's a movie nice. automatically turns you into a woman hater. Yeah. yeah. That was like, ridiculous. <laughs> but now we have um Good times. pages like that and a page like the other page we mentioned with the um the horror movie is in jeopardy. That page in particular is a very, very well put together page, entertaining page, and we like that page. And then the one we just talked about a few seconds ago was just like, man, you taking yeah. this a little too serious, dude. Yeah. Like, but now it's gonna, it is what it is. It's so media. Any knucklehead with an internet um, connection and a phone can post whatever they want to post, have an opinion. That's the unfortunate part. But also, fortunately, every person has a genuine love for film. <laughs> And they want to share the love of film with others can do so. And it's more of those people than, you know, it's just. But it's at, the, at the end of the day, it's entertaining. You, right? It's all satire. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all satire. You just don't. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, that's. Uh, well, yeah, we'll have to. And don't forget to forward this podcast to um, said accounts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope everybody that, that we was too scared to say their names picks up on who <laughs> we were talking about. about. Being, no, and it's not even about being scared of saying their names. It's just that um, it's like, what's that word we're using? Clout chasing. We'd yeah. rather not just give yeah. you said clout. <laughs> because right. um, if you're watching this and you know, you're like, ah, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. That's the point. You'll figure it out. I mean, because we were talking about the knucklehead ranting about Parasite. You know, um, he doesn't care about the thumbs down. He only cares about the exposure. Yeah, yeah. He wants people to see his hating opinion. So now I really, really not contribute to that exposure. You. Yeah, it's like at the end, they're like, one day we're all going to wake up and all this social media shit is going to be gone. Yeah. Follow, you know People what I'm are not going to know what to do. Oh my gosh, my followers. All of my <laughs> likes, what will I do? Yeah. Bro, you going to wake up, put your motherfucking pants on, go to work, and live life like you did in 2003 before you had any right. kind of MySpace <laughs> or any of that bullshit. And Randy, great example. You said something earlier about Twitter. Um, You notice when um, it's even a hashtag for it. It happens so often. It hasn't happened in a while. When Instagram goes down... Everybody runs to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the Twitter Twitter community basically makes fun of all the Instagrammers. Yeah. 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 And basically Facebook is um in yeah. the same boat as Instagram. Right. They usually go down and um simultaneously and I don't know, y'all need to talk to Twitter and see who they're getting their servers from. Yeah. But yeah, that's just you know, like you said. At the end of the day, it it yeah, doesn't. It's, it's all fun and entertainment, man. Like none of this right. matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. For me, like for I, me, I, social media is turning into the new newspaper. Like I'll read social media, go through the current events. Okay, this is what's going on. Okay, well, let me try to look up some movie release dates. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are some people who are genuinely trying to push a legit business. They want to try and make money, but you know, some people don't even care about the money. They just want exposure. It's just I'm like, why? You just you just want. I I post things on my Instagram on kind of a day to day basis. Like if I do a like if I'm planning a binge watch for a movie or something like that, yeah. I post them day by day. And it's like I know in my head it's like oh I gotta post this to the gram before I go to bed or before I watch it or whatever. And like I got my Instagram like blocked or shut down for like three days. Over oh the summer. yeah, that was the worst. It, it was like. It sucked, but I didn't like when it happened. I was like, "Oh, well, shit!" Yeah. I was just like, "I'll just post my stuff when I come back." So, yeah. like over the course of two hours, I was like, "In case you missed me, I uh, watched this, and then I watched this, and here's this, and here's this." <laughs> like it just wasn't like nobody was like, "Oh, I missed you, bro," and like nobody <laughs> was like, "I was wondering where you were." Like it was just right. kind of like, "Here's your like." And I was like, oh, thanks. We're back to where we were. Yeah. This is yeah, life. Um, My life was otherwise unaffected. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, it is what it is, but what can you do? This, Yeah, you shouldn't Yeah, let it affect you. Unless it's affecting you financially in your personal life, yeah. it, it should really no reason to affect your, your personal life. The life of a social media influencer is so tough. <laughs> Oh man, but yes, yeah, good. That's good stuff. We've roasted those fools. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even really a roast. We, this is just, we just put it out there as it is, you know. Yeah, like I feel like I wanted I wanted this discussion to be like like some people just we take really this social media shit fun. too serious. Yeah. Now what's the, oh yeah? What you say, Randy? He broke up for me. Man, y'all broke y'all broke up on my end, so. Hot. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Just some people just take this social media stuff too serious, man. But mm-hmm. um, dope conversation, man. When um, I, I don't know what's gonna happen in the next two weeks. We'll figure out something to talk about. But when I return oh. with the sports segment, we gonna talk about that uh, that uh, Fury and Wilder fight, NBA All Star <laughs> Weekend. It is Rake League podcast. Hopefully on the video, I'm not still getting Thanos snapped away. For the third time, we trying to do this sports thing. Old Man Lawrence and Dogs have joined me on the Rec League podcast. And that uh, Fury Wilder was last night. What you think? Uh, respect to the hat, by the way. Just now roast it uh, to the goat. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good ass fight. You know, it was part two. Uh, they fought uh, back in December of uh, 2018, so a little over a year now since, since their first fight. Uh, first fight went 12 rounds. It was a draw. A lot of people thought that um, Tyson Fury won that, even though Deontay Wilder scored two knockdowns in it. I actually thought uh, Fury won that first fight also, but I'm not mad at the draw because I thought that some of those rounds were like super hard to uh, score. I mean, you got a round. You got rounds where Fury was landing five punches and Deontay Wilder landed three. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck are you supposed to score that? Yeah. Like, who? If you gave it to Tyson Fury, like that's fine. But if I gave it to Deontay Wilder, like you really can't say nothing because eight punches landed. 
So the first fight was uh, really, really difficult to score. So I had, I had, I had no problem with the draw. But like I said, I thought, I thought Fury did enough to win. Um, I, and I wouldn't even mad if uh, Wilder won the first one, really, because he scored two knockdowns. Um, yeah. But yeah, second fight, uh, it was last night. Uh, Las Vegas, part two. Uh, the build up to this one was much bigger than it was for the first one. It was co promoted by ESPN. Uh, with top rank and uh, the PBC on Fox, so it was kind of cool to see uh, uh, both networks kind of kind of come together and combine their teams uh, to cover the fight. Uh, it was a really entertaining fight, uh, way different <clears throat> from the first one. Tyson Fury came out from the get go and applied pressure, kept Deontay Wilder on his back foot. Deontay Wilder uh, catches a lot of criticism because people say that he's not really a, a good uh, boxer. They feel like he's a one trick pony, like he only has his right hand. And yeah. it is a right hand from the heavens. Like, it will strike down with the force of a thousand Thor hammers. That Hellboy. And just knock people out cold. That, that so, Hellboy. He may be a one-trick pony, but that one trick is still better than 95% of people who box professionally. Like, that's how deadly his right hand is. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, Tyson Fury applied the pressure and kept him on his back foot. Uh, the entire fight, and uh, Deontay Wilder just was not comfortable fighting off his back foot. He couldn't generate his power. He couldn't dictate the uh, the flow of the fight, which Tyson Fury did. Uh, I will say this, though. Uh, round one, Deontay Wilder caught him with a one-two. The same one-two that he's famous for, the little throwaway, uh, throwaway left jab, followed by the right cross. Damn near, damn near cleaned Tyson Fury up in round one. <laughs> Tyson Fury ate that shit. It wasn't. It didn't land completely flush, but it landed and it woke Tyson Fury up. And everybody watching that fight was like, "Ooh!" We all thought that I was like, "Ooh, that was it right there." Ooh, everybody, ooh, ooh. And then it just they just kept fighting. Um, it got stopped in the seventh round. Uh, Deontay Wilder's corner actually threw in a towel. Uh, when you when you're watching the fight live, it looked like the referee stopped the fight. Yeah. And it was it was pretty close because I think the referee was going to stop it anyway because uh, Wilder he he wasn't he wasn't throwing any punches like he was getting hit a lot and uh, not throwing any punches uh, which is usually how stoppages occur. Um, but yeah, his, his corner stopped it in the seventh round. Uh, I want to say like halfway through the round maybe. Uh, so yeah, uh, Fury ha- now has the w- WBC belt. He has the Ring Magazine belt, which is probably the coolest belt in all of, uh, professional boxing I think I think that belt just looks badass uh, yeah. so yeah he's, and he's the quote unquote lineal champ too so you got AJ now who's got three of the belts um, so hopefully we'll have a unification fight they're supposed to there's a rematch clause they have 30 Deontay Wilder has 30 days to make up his decision to make a decision if he wants to fight for the rematch or not um, he probably will so we'll, we'll probably get Tyson Fury uh, Deontay Wilder part three before we see anything else, but yeah, it was a good fight, man. It was. Um, I actually put thirty dollars on. Uh, I say thirty dollars like I'm flexing, but I'm really not. It was just something for fun. <laughs> I put a thirty dollar bet on uh, Deontay Wilder to win by TKO in ten and a half rounds or less. And uh, needless to say, I lost. But like I said, it was nothing. I I I I didn't think Deontay Wilder was going to win. Like I wasn't like talking shit. Like I'm telling you, he's going to knock him out. I just. Thought he was going to win, you know what I mean? And he's—I was kind of rooting for him at the same time too, because he's an American, you know, fighting a Brit. I wanted—I wanted the American to win. Yeah. But I, I put thirty bucks on him and I lost. Um, 
But Tyson Fury, man, he uh, he did his thing. He's the lineal champ for a reason. He beat the man who beat the man, and uh, he he looks like the best boxer all around in the uh, heavyweight division right now. He's doing his thing. Yeah, you, so yeah, it was a good fight. You play? I, didn't, I didn't buy the pay per view. I went and watched the movie theater. I think it was eighty bucks for the card. Oh, that's dope. Um, yeah, I saw ESPN Plus one at eighty. Yeah, I was say that's that's a that, I don't know if it was worth I don't know if it was worth eighty dollars, but it was a good fight. It was entertaining. I spent like I said thirty but thirty dollar bet on it just for fun. Uh, twenty dollars to get in the movie theater, and I spent like you know fifteen bucks at the stand or whatever. You know, so I basically bought it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's cool to watch a movie theater and be with a gang of people going crazy watching it. Saddle, saddle. You putting any money on on anybody's blood getting licked off of their neck? Nah, and I don't. He didn't. He didn't lick him, man. I think he was just doing. A, he, he was, was going to gesture. town, and he he just happened to be super close. I think he was taunting somebody ringside. He was getting X rated. Uh, he was taunt. He was definitely taunting somebody ringside. You know, having having <laughs> fun with being Tyson Fury. Everybody said he he was tasting his blood. Nah, I don't think so. I think he's just being a smart ass. Yeah, so yeah, uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple of days if he's going to call for that rematch. Uh, I'm pretty sure he will, though. Yeah. So, uh, in the second worst segue of this episode, uh, I don't know, man. All Star Saturday night. I ain't even watched the celebrity game. I saw bits and pieces either. of the um, Rising Stars. Man, we. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the celebrity game. I didn't. I watched. The, a little bit of that other one. Um, skill challenge I watched because Sabonis was in there. Yeah, we had a pacer and skill challenge come come in runner up. Yeah, he should have won though. No, should have won. I swear because after they blew the whistle and uh, Bam won, Sabonis hit his three. Yeah. So I mean, Bam misses that three, Sabonis wins right then. But um, what was after that? I think Buddy Hill took the three. It, everybody knew it was it, Devin Booker was going to be in the top. And then, like, I predicted Buddy Hill just off a of whim picking a random guy. Yeah, I uh, actually placed two bets on that. I placed a bet on Devin Booker for $10, I want to say, and he ended up losing. But I put a $5 bet on Buddy Hill, which gave him a, which gave me my money back, plus, like, you know, eight bucks or something like this. So. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, both, yeah right on. Uh, both my... Uh, People that actually bet on the three-point contest ended up being in the final. That's kind of cool. Oh, that's what's up. And then uh, dunk contest, super controversy. Uh, he, they, uh, because uh, it's super Dwayne Wade. I don't know if I call it controversy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Controversy. I mean, again, like I just I looked at the guys and like over the past, like I don't know how many dunk contests the guy that nobody gives us any chance to win it ends up winning. So I was like, man, I'm, I'm gonna go Derrick Jones. When it should have been between Aaron Gordon and Dwight Howard, but Dwight Howard had that one good dunk in the first round, and the rest of his dunks were kind of mid, showing some yeah, Kobe love. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the finals—they they got it right with the finals or whatever. They they put on a good shot, man. It was a it was a back and forth dunk contest. I think I actually think Aaron Gordon got robbed. I hate to throw he robbery word. Uh, yeah, he got robbed, bro. He won he won that shit. All of his dunks were fifties. Yeah. Other, other dudes' dunks all weren't fifties. That's a, that's a victory if, you, if you're asking me. Yeah, that's exactly but, what they should have done. They should have just been like, okay, the finals are a tie. So let's do the cumulative score, Aaron Gordon, dunk champ. Yep. Because he had some stupid dunks, bro. Stupid dunks for the, 
third time now. Yeah. Yeah, because Zach Levine, one of Zach Levine's wins should have went to Aaron Gordon, too, when he jumped over the mascot. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think I think Levine. Levine, I, nice. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm team Levine on that. That one was much closer than this one. I wanted me. Levine in this year's, too, just because it was in Chicago. Did he say he didn't want to do the dunk contest because he wasn't an all-star? Maybe. I, th- I, I, I thought he said he'd only do the dunk contest if he got voted for the all-star game. He was broken at three, yo. Shit. Um, oh, yeah. And what you think about the what you think about the new game format? I know we was all skeptical going into the All Star game and the way how they announced the way that the game was going to get played. Well, I have to admit, something. first and foremost, I fell asleep during the best part of the All Star game because, good lord, everything took so long. Man, that shit was stupid long. My man Chance the Rapper had a full on concert, and that shit he was weak. Just do a, he just didn't do a couple songs. My man had a concert. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. You know, the kid wakes up before 30 in the morning, and I was already exhausted from a long weekend. Man, that halftime show, I was struggling to stay awake. And needless to say, when the third quarter rolled around, I was on my way out. And, yeah, I dozed off and missed the entire fourth quarter of the All-Star game. And I woke up and it's like, oh, it's the best All-Star game ever. Oh, well, screw me, right? Being tired, having responsibilities. But, you know, I caught, I caught the highlights of it, you know, so I, I got the... Super Bowl, dog. Just of what happened or whatever. We, we in the same bowl? Yeah. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Super Bowl is way different than an All-Star game. Let's not compare this. No, it's not. No way in the world I'm missing the Super Bowl. Man, I don't... But yeah, like, I don't wear this modern day, if it just happened and it was good, it's the best ever. It wasn't the best All-Star game ever. Let's chill. First thing we got to do to make the All Star Game good again is let t- let players wear their home and road jerseys like they used to, and just put a little All Star patch on that. But yeah, like See, I don't know because I think some of the All Star jerseys from the nineties were classics, bro. Phoenix. So I'm I'm okay with uh, All Star jerseys or whatever. Just don't put no more sleeves on them, man. That was the worst shit ever. Yeah, yeah. No I feel you on that. But man, like no. All Star Game in Indy uh, next year, the jerseys are gonna be weak, man. They're gonna be race, race themed, like racing stripes, no, 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 checker flag. Hey, no, they're not. Don't speak that into the universe. We're not. We're keeping that. We're keeping that. No, I'm tired of Indiana being known for exactly. No, what else is? It. I'm over it. What else is Indiana known for? Racing, man, corn, corn, and racing. I'm tired of this shit, man. That's what our city jerseys uh, are: racing checkers and. Corn like corn rolls. Bro, no, we're changing. What else the are we gonna get? Change the narrative. Yeah, so we got it. We got twenty twenty. I've already got my money saved up. I joined a little VIP list so I can get tickets or whatever. Thanks to you. Shout out. Uh, yeah, so we're definitely in the house next time. What's going down? But yeah, the way that the game played out, though, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I wasn't a big fan of the point limit. I know everybody was mad as it ended on a free throw, but I'm like, okay, how many games of 21 have you won from the free throw line? Yeah. Like, nobody gives a shit. And like, I, I also stop. saw some if stupid posts. You can't D somebody up, you lose. I also, yeah, uh, yeah. but I also I saw some stupid posts. I also saw some stupid posts saying that Kobe's first point was a free throw, his last point was a free throw. He made he made the free throws with with the torn Achilles. And like that being like the R.I.P. Kobe All Star game, like, it was kind of cool. Yeah, that, and, and honestly, the All Star game sucked because of that. Like, no joke. Like, uh, yeah, we we talked about we talked about Kobe uh, last pod or whatever, but 
it was a lot, man. It was it was definitely very Kobe heavy. They had a lot of uh, David Stern stuff in there too because he, he recently passed as well. Yeah. But yeah, some definitely some uh, tearjerker tearjerker moments with the uh, all the Kobe stuff. Suck man, suck big time. For sure. Yeah, but dope, dope, dope to see him honored, honor him like that. But simple fact that you know we lost him and he's gone. That shit sucked, man. It was, exactly. It was hard to watch. The in the in the, the, the All Star game started at eight o'clock, but there was so much stuff beforehand. Yeah, there was like, so much pregame. Man, there was so much pregame. Like, oh man, I don't damn it, dozed off there. Then you got the. Uh, Jennifer Hudson national did her tribute. Anthems. There's like five national anthems. Like, good lord, what are we doing? Man? Kobe like, did uh, common did player intros. The, the next year, I know it's in my home city and I'll be there, so it doesn't really matter regardless. But for the people who are not in the home city, list what time NBA. List what time all the festivities start, and then list what time tip off is, so the rest of the world can actually just watch the tip off. So yeah, that's all we care about. All the other stuff, that's great. For, that's great for the host city. Oh, you want to have a concert? You want to have everybody come out and sing? You want to you know, honor all these people? Yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. But save that for the host city. The rest of us, we just want to tip off. Baby. This shit started. It took forever. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch our game, though. Yeah, they, they say next year and for the foreseeable future, it's going to be the same format. We'll see how it goes, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I didn't hate it, didn't really love it either. So you know, it is it's all star game. Who cares? We don't change the NBA finals. Thank you. <laughs> we about to spin this through the revolving door right quick and come through and uh come back and talk about that race to five nine album. Yo. Yo, I'm a student of the game, watch a lot of movies, I bump a lot of music, take notes, make that shit my own and use it, never abuse it, show them head love, be a master of the craft, then they recognize a player first pick in the draft, stay fucking with the round tree, then they get the shaft, I'm always throwing punches so they getting knocked out, I stay doing work, bitch, don't ever clock out, I rebound like Martin Lawrence cause my homies box out, dudes was talking super reckless till them pistols popped out, and then a bone bag caught a toe tag it was so sad i had no dag don't mean to be a flow drag suck a gonad but he passed a couple years ago about a month ago and a week ago ignore all of my emotions and just let them speakers blow what if i could bring him back as if i had that biblical easter flow kids hunting for the easter rags on the day that jesus raised lame's papa shot at randy and they really think that he was phased Let's close it out right quick. A little over 48 hours ago, Royce to 5'9 come out. I swear I thought this come out in March. Royce came out with this uh, new album to follow up the Book of Ryan. It's called The Allegory. Ganga Tracks, 22. A couple Stupid of these are skits there. Right? Stupid tracks. Uh, It's kind of feature heavy. You know, the... Some of these is just a hook. Some of these is really just like background ad libs. Quiet. Thank you. But it's some verses on here. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got one spin through this. So I really ain't at liberty to really say. Like like I was saying before we hit record, like it's probably the best album I've heard all year so far. I don't oh, like yeah, it sure. more than I don't like it more than Book of Ryan. I dug the production. Yeah, my initial thoughts were the same too. After the first spin, I was like, "Dude, this is a crazy dope album," but I was like, "It's not as good as Book of Ryan." 
But honestly, saying that now, I'm on my like third or fourth spin, and it's growing on me. It's growing on me. Like yeah. most, most, uh, like most albums you get from the from the best in the business or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they, the, the more and more I listen to it, the more and more you you pick up or whatever. Uh, yeah, this album, this album is fucking amazing. Honestly, it's it's really good. Um, it's it's got a lot of heavy topics in here. Uh, yeah, especially when the tracks. Uh, uh, like Fubu and stuff like that. Uh, he's got the um, skit on there where I don't know where this guy comes from, but he I th- I'm pretty sure he was on. I heard him somewhere else. I want to say it was a Sky Zoo album. Um, which one? It's 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 the it's the white I'm, white guy. I'm assuming he's white, but he's talking about how he hates black people. You know, he, I hate I hate the N word. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I don't I don't know where I don't know where these uh, the black man's clips, favorite shoes skip. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. The Black Man's Favorite Shoes skit, uh, but that guy, I'm pretty sure Sky Zoo uh, sampled one of his uh, videos or whatever and threw it into a song. Too. Yeah, I, yeah, it was Sky Zoo, but I have no idea where this guy comes from. Like, I have no idea like what platform he's on. Is it YouTube or I? I, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, that so hearing hearing that shit on there kind of made me uncomfortable just listening to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a it's a heavy and it's a complex album, man. Uh, it's dope as hell. Uh, I I actually don't think there's a weak guest spot on here. If I had to say, I think Ti had probably the weakest verse out of all the guest spots. I know that's gonna sound weird. Ti did his thing, yeah. But there's some people on here that had some dope ass verses. Yeah, uh, Kid Vicious had a really good one. Westside Gun, I fucking love Westside Gun. Uh, who was uh, Benny? Was... Benny, uh, he's from Shot uh, Town, right? Who's that? What's his name? Benny the Goat? Is that is that what he calls himself? Benny the yeah, Butcher. His, Benny the Butcher. Yeah, uh, Benny the Butcher. His his verse is stupid good. Uh, he had uh, Crooked was on there. Yeah, he did his thing. Uh, that beat was cold. Vince Staples. And there's somebody else I want to say that I'm forgetting. No, no. DJ Premier had a beat on here. <laughs> the feature stupid, that, uh, that song is stupid, by the way. What was that? Uh, let me look real quick. Is it on the block? Yeah, Did that's where I was that going. Beat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oswin right, Benjamin that had a dope verse. That song is sick, man. I, honestly, looking looking at this track list, man, there's it's a little it's a little skit heavy for me. I don't I don't I don't like albums with a uh, a lot of skits. I really don't. Yeah. I, all these skits, you know, they serve a purpose on here, so it's, they're not really like throwaway, uh, serve no purpose skits. I mean, they have a reason and purpose on here. They fit the, uh, the album. That's the surprise well. Eminem skit. And the Eminem, I, I didn't know that was Eminem the first time either. When I first heard it, I was like, no. who is this? But the second and third time, yeah, when I, when I listened to it the second time, I was like, oh, damn, that's Eminem. That's kind of dope. All right. He made some really, he made some really good points on that yeah. skit. Pendulum was good. Uh, on the block by Adrian Premier was really good. Overcomer, it was his uh, lead single. That was that was dope. Uh, Thou Shout with Kid Vicious on there was dope. Uh, Fubu, yeah. yeah. I think there's a weak track. Yeah, Fubu was dope. The Ryan the Rhinestone do rag. It was kind of a, a dope uh, concept. Yeah. Google that. Yeah, it was dope, man. And, uh, so far, I think it's. Uh, Unquestionably, album of the year. I don't think it's anything even get close to it right now. But you know, no. hey, we're still early, February. Yeah, it's only February. So I probably give. I hey, right now it's a four. Probably be a four and a half by the time this week is up. Just being honest, Royce is, Royce is one of my favorite uh, rappers. Yeah, that's where I'm at too, man. Uh, uh, when he came back out with Prime, 
in Prime 2, it kind of reminded me like how dope Royce was. But the Book of Ryan pushed him up into the upper echelon. Yeah. Like, securely pushed him up in the upper echelon. Like, there was no doubt no more after the Book of Ryan. I, I, man, I've been checking for Royce. I know he's been around since, like, the early 2000s. But when that first Slaughterhouse yeah, album came know. out, and that Bad, that Bad Meat Evil came out, then Bar Exam mixtapes... Royce been elite See, I was, to me. I wasn't really up on the uh, bar exam mixtapes. Not even front, but I remember when a freaking uh, boom, one of his first uh, big singles came out back in the day. That DJ Premier beat was stupid, man. Yeah. Stupid good. Yeah, Royce has been doing his thing for a long time. But yeah, I think back I, when I had Napster, bro. I, I discovered Royce from Napster. Super throwback, man. The kids don't even know what Napster is, man. But yeah, I think I give this a four two, and um, again, like I think I said before, last episode, man, if something drops on you know on the fly, we'll talk about that. If not, we'll come up with something to talk about, man. So, um, RTJ four, baby, please, bro. I hope, please. man. I think I saw LP Wait. say before Coachella, but I don't know when Coachella is. Yeah, I couldn't tell you know that festival stuff either. I don't, I don't know. I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, so... Uh, I, know, I know they posted saying it was done, so Yeah, let's yeah, go. LP let's said it. it was done. But, man, you, you got thoughts, opinions, drop a comment, voice message on the audio, man, and y'all just chill until the next episode.